Welcome to How Now, the podcast where we talk about how to live in the now. And here's your host, Kim Martin Raymond. Peace and blessings, love and light. This is Kim Martin Raymond, host of the How Now podcast, where we talk about how to live in the now. And I am a minister. I am an author. I am a spiritual life coach and also the founder of Redefining You LLC, where I help my clients to realign themselves, mind, body, and spirit. So we're excited to have you all here for this episode entitled Masking Together America. And it's so important that we uh, talk about this topic, especially especially now that you know the the uh, summer season is about to start. People are looking to travel. Things are starting to reopen. People are starting to relax some of the mandates that have been going on around the country. But we need to be mindful of the fact that it is still important to mask up. It's still important to have certain things in place so that that way we're not causing a resurgence in uh, the, the COVID uh, you know, pandemic, things that are still continuing to happen in and around this country. And I have with me a beautiful guest who I had a, a, an opportunity to meet during this pandemic and during this time. And she has a very important message you know, regarding masking up. And we're gonna talk a little bit about that. But as is customary with our How Not podcast, I'm gonna have my guest to introduce herself at this time. I'm Julie Lamb. I'm a writer, a public health supporter, um, a mom, um, a photographer, um, and I founded Mass Together America, which is a social media mass awareness campaign. And I also created a private group uh, on Facebook, which is called Mass With Us. And that's a group for all mass advocates uh, uh, to join together and um, basically provide support for each other. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, welcome to the show, Julie. I'm excited to have you here. It's wonderful. We, you know, we, we had an opportunity to meet virtually through um, a mutual uh, friend and uh, her name is uh, Dr. Marjorie Roberts. And actually she was a guest on my show very early on a couple of months ago. And she was a long hauler. She uh, contracted COVID-19 very early on when the pandemic first broke and um, has still suffered some of the, um, you know, residual effects of having uh, the um, virus. And uh, during that time, uh, while I was talking with her, she told me about, you know, mask with us. And uh, I joined the, the group and I had an opportunity to meet you and, uh, you know, have been a, very much a part of what it is that, that um, you know, the message that we've been wanting to put out there. And so, before we talk about that and, and, and talk about things that are going on in the now, let's talk about what was happening, happening with you prior to the pandemic. So tell me a little bit about what was going on right before the pandemic hit for you. Before my son was born, I had a successful career in advertising as partner and creative director of a top global advertising agency. Mm -hmm. I had to give up uh, my career to take care of my family I'm a mom, I put my family first. Mm -hmm. So today my son is a freshman in college. Congratulations, yeah. 
Um, 2020 was his last year in high school. I just finished uh, my graduate school study and earned myself a master's degree in creative writing. Mm -hmm. So I decided that I want to help support the frontline healthcare community in this crisis. Uh, this is volunteer work. Um, I don't get paid for doing this. Right. When I read about what was emerging in Wuhan mm -hmm. through friends from Asia, I started writing and posting on Facebook to inform people in my social circle. Mm -hmm. um, since masks have helped successfully stop the spread of SARS virus, uh, my friends in Asia prompted me to wear a mask to protect myself. And some of these uh, friends of mine were actually frontline doctors in this pandemic. Wow. When the searches uh, started in the US, I started to invite others to follow me. And some people listened, some people didn't. I bought masks for workers in my own building oh, wow. and pleaded with the management um, to mandate mask use. Um, yeah. And then I asked my son's school to cancel an annual benefit when cases have, uh, have been re reported mm -hmm. in uh, New York. Wow. Uh, with help from a retired infectious disease doctor in New York, I published my first article on Medium, and that was back in March, March 5th. Okay. Um, because I felt the urgency to raise awareness. Since then, I have published six articles before I decided to give up on uh, writing about the pandemic. My last article published in November last year uh -huh. was about what motivated me to create this social media mass awareness campaign. Wow. See, so that's a lot. I mean, so a lot happened in a, in a short amount of time. Like you said, things were things were going well and things were, you know, your career was successful and you took time out for your family. And, you know, we know that that's important. I'm sorry, excuse me. I've got a little something going on in my eye here, <laughs> but, um, you know, it's important that, you know, you, you took the time to make sure that your family was okay. And it was also important that you heard from your friends, like you said, that, you know, there was something going on and you took the proper precautions, you know? And I think that, that, you know, definitely helped you early on, you know, as people were starting to, you know, contract the, the virus and uh, I believe you said you had a couple of friends who, who lost their lives as a result of it, you know, being on the front lines and, and, and trying to help and assist. And, you know, I'm sure you had contact with them as well in, in trying to, you know, make efforts to have people wear masks. And what happened after those people, after things really started to, to have, a, you know, a bit of an uptick and a surge, those people that you went to, did they come back to you? you know, asking about the masks again after, you know, more uh, more cases started to arise? Um, I started to get a lot of readers for articles that I just posted with my um, friends. Mm -hmm. um, they were all giving me a lot of likes and some of them asked a lot of questions and I post pictures of myself my selfies wearing masks. Um, 
and even my niece did a cartoon of me, um, mm -hmm. like a drawing of me wearing masks. And I started to realize that I am uh, becoming a mass ambassador. Right. And I was, you know, just, I mean, I never thought that I would ever do anything like this. Um, I was never a public person. Mm -hmm. um, I'm actually very uh, self-conscious and shy <laughs> about speaking publicly. Uh -huh. um, but as an artist, right. Um, I realized that I can offer uh, whatever I have to right. support the front line. Right. I mean, I witnessed five workers in my building got sick. Wow. And one of them, uh, he's a young fellow, um, very healthy. He was out for three months. Wow. And the, the building asked uh, all the residents to make video to encourage him to fight um, the virus, to oh. stay alive. And we all did that. And I, I was crying so much when uh, a friend of mine, uh, who is a surgeon, he worked in the front line uh, in Queens mm -hmm. at the Mount Sinai Hospital. He passed away. And what hit me was that I, I was a team photographer for the swim team where mm -hmm. his son and my son used to swim. And I watched the boys grow up. Right. And I was like, I mean, this is not happening. Right. I have to do something. Right. I can't just sit there on my couch and think that the world will just get fixed. Right. And I want to you know, I took my camera out and I wasn't quite sure what to do because right. I, I actually didn't understand social media. Um, I, I have never done digital marketing, um, even though I was in advertising before, mm -hmm. but I, it was uh, long before um, the internet was a thing. Right. And my son was like, he was not helping me either. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to learn a lot to yeah. uh, figure this out. Right. But um, I guess I, I'm very persistent. And also, I never give up. Right. You know, I don't want to say anything, but I, I want people to believe that, you know, we all can do small things, right. like what Dr. Martin Luther King said. Mm -hmm. uh, we can contribute right. by doing what we can. That's right. And so that's what I did. Um, I started to team up with other mass advocates where I found them uh, through social media. I just pay attention and see who are doing great things right. and try to you know, reach out to them and see if we can send a message together. Right. And so you started, so you took your camera out and you just started taking pictures. Yeah. Now, now we're just pictures of family and friends first, and then it escalated from there. Actually, no. I, I don't. I didn't really get any family support or friends uh, at all wow. uh, in the beginning. They came around much later when I had done a lot. Right. I just went to the street. I photographed people on the street wherever I got. Uh, went um when i i 
I made a point to visit areas that got hit hard yes. by the um, uh, the outbreak. I wanted to find these people, and I was praying to God a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I was looking for guidance. Yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. Right, right. I just wanted to help. Right. So I took my camera. Mm -hmm. It was a bit scary for me yeah. to visit all the neighborhoods that I have actually never ventured to. Yeah. But I took pictures of people on the street. I asked them if they will smile for me for mass awareness. Um, eventually, I made a badge for my, myself to wear. So I mm -hmm. have a name tag and also uh -huh. my Get America on the tag so that people know that I'm, you know, representing. Right. Uh, Right. A movement. And I invite them to follow Mass Together America. And through working, you know, in person with these people, right. um, it's also empowering them right. to lead their own community. Yes. So people who are wearing masks, they want other people to wear their masks as well. Right. So that's how we can um do something to protect the community yeah i think that's awesome because like you said you know it, it, it was really a bit of a leap of faith like you said just be able to go out there and to step outside of your comfort zone to do something and that's important because the one thing that that um i've tried to talk about as we talk about living in the now is you know that when things like this happen or when we have situations that happen in our lives we usually go through a bit of a cycle. We go through that fear cycle, the unknown, not being sure of, of what's happening or, or, you know, or, or, you know, what the outcome is going to be. Then we get to a space of, of, of learning where we're gathering information and we're trying to figure things out. And then we get to a place of growth where we're reaching back and saying, okay, these are the things that I've learned and this is how I can apply them to help others. And that's exactly what you did. I mean, you know, you took a situation and you said, you know, I, I'm not sure of exactly what's going on here. And then you were able to go and do research and start looking and seeing what others were doing. And then you went out and, and you stepped out into those communities and you started taking pictures and, and you got people to rally around this important, you know, this important topic of being able to, to wear a mask. You experience those things within your, you know, within your inner circle and, and you, took on, you know, the responsibility of saying, okay, it's, it's just not that I know this information. I want to take what I know and give it to others so that they can in turn empower and help others. And that's the beauty. That's what this platform, that's what How Now is all about, creating platforms where we can tell people things that they can do that are going to help to empower them and to get past the, that point of being in fear and that point of knowledge, getting to that point of growth. So they can reach back and help other people. And I must say, you know, I, of course I am, um, I joined, um, you know, uh, for, for, I, mean, I joined the uh, Facebook group and was able to go on there and to see the pictures. I was able to submit pictures myself. And, um, you know, how did you get to that point of, you know, once you started taking pictures, you know, being able to go back and ask some people to, to share their story? Um, it's a long process. Initially, I shared only pictures that I took um, on the streets. And eventually I got noticed. 
And so people reach out to me and ask me how they can be part of this movement. Um, so I invite people to donate um, their pictures. Mm -hmm. And but the trick is, since I don't know them, I would like to introduce them properly um, to um, the audience. Um, I interview them and I write their stories. Um, that way, the pictures are visual to support the stories. And I'm very serious about publishing these stories. It really takes a very long time to do every story. Um, I work with people and you, you need to have a lot of patience. Um, some of the people that I have shared stories about, um, they are COVID survivors and some of them are families of COVID victims. Right. And I also give shout out to mask makers and designers um, because this whole community is actually, they are also unsung hero. Right. Besides the frontline community, um, which they get a bit more attention, but the mass design and make uh, makers, right. they don't get any attention, even though they have done a great job yeah. for our country in solving the PPE shortage um, in the beginning of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, so I want to give them support and also a shout out for the great work they have done for us. Right. Um, so this platform really welcome everyone and include everyone from all walks of life. Right. In my heart, we are just one human race. Right. It's extremely important to make people feel welcome and comfortable. At the same time, that's also a way to reach out to more communities because we are all in this together. That's right. That's right. And I think that's a huge, huge statement that you've made is that, yeah, we are, we're one people. We're, you know, and, and we're coming together. And I love the fact that you, you know, gave the stories behind some of the masks because it's not just going out and taking pictures of people wearing masks. When you told their stories, you personalize it, you know, you invited us to get to know the people that you got to take a picture of and, and to know a little bit about their background and about what they've experienced. And that's what connected everyone. And so, you know, it's been wonderful to sit here and to see things flourish because of the efforts that you made, because of the empathy that you had for people who you didn't even know. And that started very early on, like you said, when you when your friends, uh, you know, across the seas were sending you messages and telling you, you know, giving you warning and you, you know, took the onus to say, well, you know, I want to protect those around me. And now it's just morphed into something so beautiful. And just like you said, you're to be a person who is shy and introverted to now be able to, to, you know, bring this information, to bring this awareness to people and to let people know how important it is, is huge. And it's a phenomenal effort. You know, so when we, when you talk about those who you have on there, do you have a count of how many people you have already who have uh, who have um, joined uh, either the Facebook group 
or the Mass Together America movement? Um, if I look at the chart, we reach about um, over 10,000 wow. um, just for the Facebook group, uh, the Facebook platform uh, every month. Wow. And um, I'm not sure about Instagram. Oh, okay. But since I'm not good with data science, <laughs> so I can't really give the number. That's not, um, that's all. The Mass With Us group has attracted mass advocates from all over the world. Yeah. And we have over 900 members. Wow. And these are all mass advocates that yeah. believe in it. And they have all been launching their own campaign and work. Mm -hmm. And we started to know each other. And, um, and I think um, that's also very important to know that we are not alone in this. That's and we have a lot of people doing the same thing. And we are a very caring community. Um, that's something that our children should know about. Absolutely. Because um, with all the hatred and negativity that's happening and sharing in this pandemic, right. we should also celebrate something that's uh, about com camaraderie and also um, something positive to remember of. Right. Right, because we're talking about, you know, we, we are to, to be our brother's keeper and to also care for one another. And, and that's important to remember when you're talking about wearing the mask because you're wearing it to protect others as well as yourself. And people need to know that, that, you know, that's what, you know, for the, for the limited time that you're in the space that you're in, it's important that you keep that mask on. And I know that as things are starting to, to relax, you know, and people are starting to travel again. And especially during this time of the year where graduations are, you know, are coming up and people are congregating and what have you, you know, it's important that we still remember that the mask is important. It is still an additional line of defense that, that we don't want people to forget. And so, um, you know, we were talking a little bit earlier about you know CDC and and following guidelines and things of that nature, we were doing that off air, and you know talk a little bit just about you know what your thoughts are with regards to you know them talking about not necessarily wearing the masks as much. Um, I think I also want to talk about one thing is I do think our country is doing a great job in uh, vaccination. Absolutely. And I, the reason why Mass Together America uh, focus on mass awareness is because I think there are so many public and private institutions that are doing a phenomenal job yes. in promoting vaccination. Yeah. And, um, now we also have vaccination for children under 12. Uh, uh, no, uh, under above, 12. above 12. Above uh 12. -huh. Yes, not under 12 yet. <laughs> uh, and so that way, you know, um, we can see that the more uh, morbidity and mortality rate is um, on a decline. So right. that's something that we should feel great about. Yes. But 
we should also realize that um, the pandemic is not over. That's right. Uh, we still have over half of our country population that is not vaccinated. Right. And we need to reach out to the underserved community. We need to worry about and respect the uh, frontline workers. Um, we need to care about children who are under 12 and families with young children. Um, we really need to remind everyone to travel safely. Washington Post, I just read, you know, they reported a study that hospitalization and infection is actually soaring within the unvaccinated population. Right. Um, and we are looking at cities opening fully in full capacity. Yes. Um, I still wear my mask as a photographer mm -hmm. because I work in person with, you know, to cover events. And I want to make sure that I will not give, get anyone sick. Right. And I want to protect the community. Right. Um, and reading, you know, the reports from New York Times, you can see that we still have tens of thousands of new cases yes. every day. And we should all stay informed about the variants. Um, there are a lot of unknown about the variants, but right. we all know that spreading the virus helps the development of variants. And who wants that? That's we right. really don't want to have more variety of this contagious and deadly virus, right? Right. So we should keep our masks on um, when it's required in right. a lot of settings. That's it. And it's like you said, that's important because you know, like you said, the mask is is helping to protect others. It's a web. So, you know, it's it's a virus. You can carry it to others. And so, you know, it, you're always wanting to be mindful, or we're hoping that people are mindful of, you know, not just not just your immediate family, but of others, of those who you come in contact with, because you don't know their story. You don't know that you may be carrying something to them. I almost liken it to carrying a deadly weapon just open in your hand. It's just walking around. If you have the virus, just like you're walking around with a knife and you're just cutting people that you don't know, you know, and, and it, it's just the, the thought to me of, of you know, the, the lack some time of empathy that we see and people just saying, well, you know, I don't want to wear it. You know, it's not comfortable. You know, I understand that people have medical issues and things like that, but there have been so many variants or variations of masks that people can wear, you know, that don't press against their face or don't do anything. They, they've come up with so many creative ways in which people can wear masks. And there are some who just are like, well, no, I'm just not going to do it. Just like you have people who are not going to vaccinate themselves because they don't feel that they, that it's necessary for them to do it. But it's not for them. It's for those around them as well. So you know, I think everything takes time. It's going to take a while to convince uh, some of these uh, unvaccinated people to change right. their mind. But meanwhile, we still need to pro protect the community. We right. still need to send the message out and promote all the preventive measures. 
Right. Because we we care about each other. Right. Whether right. they're vaccinated or not. That's it. We care. And that's it. I mean, and it's as simple as that. We care. And we do it because we care. And, and it's important that people remember that it's not over. And I think that, you know, as things begin to relax, people just tend to think it's it's slowing down. It's not happening. You know, we, we're just going to read the front lines. If they say you don't have to wear the mask, people are not looking to see that there's there are additional stipulations, you know, and, and that's something that's important to remember, you know, and, and that that's the part that I'm fearful of that, you know, people are going to to do things prematurely and, and we're going to see an uptick again. I'm concerned about that, you know. And I think about my family member. I had, um, you know, just had um, a person very close to me uh, diagnosed today uh, with COVID. And so, you know, it's not over. And, and you know, yes, were, were people wearing masks? Yes. Some were not. And, you know, when, when you make that choice, you're making that choice for others as well. You're not just making that choice for yourself. You're making a choice for someone else to be exposed to something that, that they didn't ask to be exposed to, you know? So it's not, you know, it's what we're carrying, it's what they're carrying. It goes both ways, so it's, it's reciprocal. So, you know, I, I'm really concerned about, you know, people not taking the moment to, to see the importance of wearing that mask and, and, and you know, not being vaccinated and, and the effects that are gonna come as a result of that. Yeah. yeah, especially we have to pay attention to, you know, crowded uh, public space. Yes. We don't know who is vaccinated or who is not. That's right. And also it's impossible to do contact tracing. Right. If you have a private group and you are unmasked, at least you know who is in that party. That's right. But when you are in a public space, like an airport, Right. You don't know where these people are coming from. That's you can right. never trace, uh, you know, you cannot chase after them. That's and right. So if they, uh, if someone get, uh, contracted the virus, you will not, you know, be able to, um, protect the community. That's it. That's it. And then just like you said, with all of these, with all of these celebrations and people flying in from out of town, families coming in, then you find out that somebody's exposed. And then by then that person is taking it back to where they, where they, you know, where their home is and you don't know who they interacted with. And so the mask is so important because it is a layer of protection. It is, it is, you know, an, uh, an additional layer of protection. So why, why would you want to not protect yourself as, as completely as you can? And with something so simple as a mask, you know, that's the first line of defense. It's just something that I feel that we should continue to push. Initially, I also have difficulty getting used to wearing a mask. Yeah. But once I got used to it, I'm fine with it. I don't really have any problem. I was double masking for a very long time. But now that I'm vaccinated, yeah. I just wear one mask instead of two. Yeah. I still make a point to show the community that uh, we need to mask up. Right. And 
I think leading by example is very important. We Absolutely. want to tell people that we're doing this. So the unvaccinated people will know that they still need to wear their mask. Right, right. It's not over. It is not over. That is the key thing that, you know, we really want people to remember. It is not over. It is important that we, you know, wear our masks and that we do it, uh, you know, anytime that we're interacting with large groups of people and that we're still continuing to do that social distancing because we never know, you know, in what specific areas things are, are continuing to rise. We're seeing it. And I work in, in the field of education and, uh, you know, I do trainings and I do um, inspections. And um, recently I did an inspection and, and uh, certain areas in that building were closed due to a COVID outbreak. And so you just never know you know, outside of the community that you live in, where, you know, you may be exposed. And I would prefer to have that mask on so that if I'm in a situation and then find out that I could have possibly been exposed, at least I knew that I had my mask on and that I did what I could to protect, you know, myself and also protect those who I'm coming home to. I have a three-year-old grandbaby. I have a daughter who, who, you know, live in my home. And so, you know, if I'm out there, I want to wear a mask so that that way I'm protecting them as well. And I'm not bringing anything back to them. So it's important to me that, you know, because we are still finding things out and because there is still uncertainty as to, you know, how well the vaccine will work as, as, you know, to how, you know, if there are going to be any surges, if there are going to be any additional strands. Until we know that, I think it's important that we still continue to take the necessary precautions and to go ahead and mask up. I live in an in a apartment building. The apartment building has hundreds of people that are sharing the same building. Yeah. And I feel really happy that my building has a mask mandate. Beautiful. everyone still have to wear their mask yeah. yeah even going out the minute you leave your door you have to wear your mask yeah because we're sharing the space and everyone wants to feel safe that's it so all the gym facilities um garbage room laundry room everyone has to wear their mask yeah and you see and the thing is that like you said people you know we understand that we all have a freedom of choice you know, and, and, you know, it, it's wonderful that your building has those mandates. I have certain mandates at, at, um, you know, at my job and, uh, you know, and we're fortunate, you know, but then you have those who are just like, eh, well, no, we want to open back up. We are ready to get back out there again. So we're going to let people do what they want to do. So that, that way we can have our customers come in and, and, Again, it's just something that we have to continue to push. We have to continue to say, hey, you know, we're just not through with this yet. And to have people continue to put those mandates in place, you know, people are just not willing to, to you know, adhere. As soon as they see that things are open, you know, or that they don't have to wear a mask, like you said, they're going to read that front line and they're not going to read anything else. They're just going to go for it. They're going to throw that mask in the air. Woohoo, we don't have to wear a mask anymore. And not look and see that it says, you know, continue to, to, but, you know, you may not have to wear it in this particular situation, but you still need to wear it when you're 
in certain specific areas. And that's the thing that, that people need to be clear on. Yeah. So, I mean- We're, lo we're looking for volunteers. If people support mass awareness, um, we welcome everyone to join us. Yeah, and that's going to be important. All right, tell them how they can get in contact with uh, you know those who are interested in joining this movement. What is a way that they can do that? Um, people can share their mass portraits. Okay. I believe every mass portrait is a voice. You're showing people that you're wearing your mask and that's great. And everyone can share with hashtag Mask Together America. And if you would like to share your um, story and be part of the platform, you can write to Mask Together America at gmail.com. Mask Together, I'm writing this down. Mask Together America. At at gmail.com. Okay, and that's if they want to share their story. So they can share their mask portrait or they can share their story on hashtag Mask Together America or they can send that story into Mask Together America at gmail.com. That is awesome. And that's what we want people to continue to do because, you know, it's wonderful. And, and to support those who are making masks. You know, I have a Mask Together America um, mask that um, I was uh, blessed to be able to purchase and to support, you know, Mass Together America. It's something that's so important. Do you, do you, you happen to have yours nearby? Oh, my mask? Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't happen to have mine nearby because mine by the door. <laughs> but yes, it's important. Like I said, we have that they um, were on sale. Um, I know that we, um, we, was it through Vistaprint that you could um, obtain a mask? But I think they have some other vendors as well. Um, I'm not prepared for that, but uh, well, right. that's an idea we were trying to get, uh, you know, uh, people in our group to wear the Mask Together America custom yeah. mask. Um, and we had a, a, that project, but um, okay. we have ended that project now, you know. Uh, so okay, but still just wearing any mask. mask. Uh -huh. Right. Can, yeah, I think any mask will be great. I yeah. mean, at this point, we also wear our mask to show solidarity yes. um, because we also care about the unvaccinated community. We want to make sure, you know, before they change their mind, they still need to wear their mask to be safe. Right. Right. Because it's like you said, everybody's not not vaccinated. And for those who are not you know, we don't want them to be, they still need to wear their mask as well. So, you know, it's, it, it just needs to be. That's the yeah. most important message. Right. We have to get everyone vaccinated. We want everyone to stay masked up until, you know, the end, because yeah. we don't want to ruin what we have gone so far. You know, we have done a lot. Yes. Yes. And you've done a lot to assist in, 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 in helping that movement just by all that you're doing, by the pictures, by the stories that you're sharing, by the personal experiences that you share. There's so much work to be done. And just like you said, there, you know, you're looking for volunteers. So make sure that if you're interested in, in helping in this movement and supporting this movement, that you go to hashtag Mass Together America or that you write Julie at masktogetheramerica at gmail.com. Now, before we wrap things up, I always ask my guests, 
you know, what are they doing in the now? What are you doing in the now to, to navigate in this, this space that we're in? You know, it's been high stress for people and we always are looking for ways to, you know, let others see how we're dealing with uh, this, you know, potentially stressful situation for many. Um, are you asking me personally what yes. I'm, I am doing? Yes. Besides like working day and night. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So what are, what are the things that you do just to, just to refocus and recenter yourself? Um, well, I'm looking forward to the day when, you know, we no longer need to um, uh, remind people to wear their masks. Right. I'm looking forward to the, the end of this pandemic. And lots of people um, that I uh, befriended during this pandemic um, have been asking me to actually be their photographer and right. uh, for their wedding and graduation. <laughs> um, so I just want to clarify that I don't do uh, photography for a living. Right. Um, but I'm happy to be in their wedding and also um, help them take pictures uh -huh. um, just as a friend. Um, and I always volunteer for my community. Uh -huh. um, and I have been doing that for a very long time. I've been a community photographer, a documentary photographer for a very long time and just providing you know, my work for free. Uh -huh. um, I work for uh, my city um, and other empowerment group and um, wherever there's a need, um, I work for schools um, and I will continue to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Prior to the pandemic, I was actually writing my book. Um, I worked on my novel for a very long time, um, actually seven years. Wow. But... Um, and that's why I went back to graduate school mm -hmm. to uh, try to polish the work and get it published. Um, but when the pandemic hit, um, I decided to put the country first. Wow. And, um, and so I probably would go back to my book and uh, finish writing it. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. I encourage that. I encourage you to do that. And I have taken 16, over 16,000, I posted six, over 16,000 pictures, uh, 16 wow. pictures, wow. sorry, 1,600. And um, I still have a lot of pictures in my collection. Yeah. I have no idea what to do with um, <laughs> you know, all these portraits, uh, mass portraits. Um, I thought about writing a journal mm -hmm. about that, but I, I think people will be so sick and tired of <laughs> um, you know, the subject. Yeah. So uh, I think I would probably either wait or just focus on uh, my novel and go and go back to my book. Yeah. Well, you know what? But the bottom line is this is it's history. This is history. And those who will be too young to remember, I'm sure would benefit from memoirs of, of people who are actually, uh, you know, involved in and in, in, in experiencing it. 
So, you know, those who are behind us, those generations behind us, your grandchildren, your grandchildren, your, your grandchildren's children may benefit from the story. So I hope you don't give up on that. They'll be interested. I mean, the rest of us may be like, okay, look, we're tired of this. <laughs> we're ready to be finished with this. And, and, and we don't want to see another word about it because we lived it. But those who didn't, we would love for them to be able to, to have a, an honest look at, at what actually was going on an hour now yeah yeah this is history in the making so you know look when you go and finish your novel please let me know because i'll be the first one to buy it you know i would love to put it in my collection of books i see you've got a collection of books behind you i've got a collection of books all in front of me and behind me on the side of me so i would love to add it to my collection so i encourage you to finish join the authorship join us those of us who have written the word somebody will benefit from that experience and someone will benefit from your writing someone will be have you know have their lives changed as a result of it so i hope that you i, I hope that i encourage you to to continue in that effort and journal about it and you, you've given us that 1600 pictures i mean that's a lot of pictures that's a lot of people that you've touched a lot of people that you've come into contact with in a in a short period of time when you think about it you know, but all of that just to get that message out there that it's important that we need to mask up. So with that, I want to ask is there any other parting words that you'd like to leave with our listeners before we end our show? Mm. Well, I hope that, you know, we all continue to believe in ourselves. Yes. I think it's very important that um, we continue to be brave and do the right thing. Um, and we all have the ability to make a difference. Um, so we should all do that. Do that. It's simple. Mask together America. There, there, there's nothing more to say than that. Just mass together. Continue to help in this effort to protect ourselves, our families, and those around us. You know, we, we are to, to, you know, love on ourselves. We are to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. And so I think that it's important that, that we do that by showing that we care, that we are are empathetic people that we value our lives and the lives of others and so mask together america if anything that you've taken away from this mask up know the importance of wearing your mask if if you want to you know learn more about uh you know what is is happening in and around us to make sure that you're keeping up with the cdc that you're keeping up with those uh organizations that are have their finger on the pulse of what's going on so that that way you're informed because that's important too. We want to be informed as the people as to what's going on around us. I think staying informed is the most important thing and yeah. keep up with what's happening with, you know, um, the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, we are not alone in this. Right. The pandemic is not over until everyone is safe. That's right. That's right. And with that, I say thank you so much, Julie, for being here with me 
for taking time out of your schedule to to uh, you know bring this message to the people. And remember that she has volunteer opportunities. Remember to go to hashtag Mass Together America or to reach out to Julie at MassTogetherAmerica at gmail.com. And we look forward to seeing you all wearing your masks out there and, and, and helping in this effort. So that will do Thank it. Thank you, Minister Kim. <laughs> it's Thank my you, pleasure. For having me. It is my pleasure. It is a pleasure to have you here and to finally get to see you face to face. So with that, we're going to uh, say thank you for joining us for this edition, uh, this episode of the How Now podcast, where we talk about how to live in the now. Remember to mask up. And until I see you the next time, I say peace. Peace. Thank you.